Welcome back to Holistic Healing Space. This is Holly and today I have Panya with me to chat about human design, a simple modality to bring trust and power back to your body. It's a really great tool to help understand yourself on a deeper level based on your energy type and also help you find your true alignment. Well, hi, Panya. It's so awesome that we can have this chat on the podcast today. I know that you're really knowledgeable about human design. It's something I've looked into a little bit, which helped to understand myself. And I often um, recommend it to my clients, but you're the expert. And I'm just so pleased to have you on Holistic Healing Space today. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Holly. Um, Human design is something I'm really passionate about. And as I just said earlier, it's something that I really hope that everybody else can find out about for themselves also. And the more people we can get it to, the I really feel like the better the world will be. Yeah, 100%. And um, it's such an interesting way to look at, I guess, you know, who you are as a person. Can you tell us a bit more about how you kind of went down that path of exploring human design and what it means to you and whatnot? Sure. So, I guess I started doing my own personal development for a few years. Oh, I can't even remember now. It's probably been about four or five years. And I was working with a coach of mine and she introduced uh, human design to me. And all the information I got was go to this website, have a look at your chart, and then we can move on from there. And so that's when I first saw my human design chart. I think anybody who first looks at their human design chart is just like, what the hell is this? You see a body, you see some shapes, you see numbers, and you're not quite sure what it all means. But once you start going down the rabbit hole of human design, there's so many things that you can find out about yourself. And so the thing that I found out about myself was that the way I was living my life was uh, according to was I guess a, a way that a majority of the world lives, but that wasn't what my energy type was. And so for me to find out what my human design was and understand like, okay, I've not been in alignment with a lot of the things that I've been doing. I've been doing it all different ways. And to read my human design chart and know that I could be working in a more efficient way that aligns more with me was like honestly mind-blowing for me. I remember <laughs> I was driving at the time. I was listening to a podcast about um, human design and about me being a projector, which is one of the energy types. And I just remember like screaming in the car going, oh my gosh, this is so me. Oh my gosh. I was just blown away by the accuracy that they described me and my energy type. And so it was from that point, I was like, you know what, I need to find out more about this. I have to dive deeper. I'm really into finding out the nitty gritty details about all the different things. I I love researching things that I'm passionate about. And uh, it was after learning all the things about my type that I became really passionate about about helping others that were in the same boat as me. And so you as well, Holly, you're a projector just the same as me. And um, I knew I know projectors get a li- little bit of a bad rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've been trying to live the generator life yes. <laughs> all our lives. That's been pushed on us always, or even a manifestor's life. But yeah, yeah so Tell my goal back <laughs> then was to really help projectors. And it, projector burnout is real, I swear. And I have learned all about it. I think I've been just more consciously aware of it in the last couple of years since finding out about it and now when I burn out I'll 
I burn out hard and I think it is because I know I know I shouldn't be pushing my myself that hard I know I shouldn't be putting myself in situations that I haven't been invited to and yeah that burnout just hits so much harder so true so yeah Yeah. human design has just helped so much so So, I love how you talk about alignment and your energy type and things because yeah very similar to you it's just when I read about being a projector in human design I just thought wow yeah same like going about things the wrong way like you know being buried under my conditioning and my old you know patterns and trauma and just realizing that my god I was living so out of alignment and became ill and I think it kind of gave me probably similar to you gave me permission just to be myself and and feel like that feeling of being more in alignment is just what everybody wants at the end of the day and I think human design is so helpful to you know especially if we don't even realize we're living underneath conditioning it's just such a relief isn't it definitely definitely and that's what it felt like a relief like all this weight of the world that I'd been trying to carry had just like fallen slid off my shoulders and I was like okay I can breathe now I can take a step back and now I I know now I have the tools to be able to move forward without all that weight 100% and I don't know about you but I feel like personally my journey has been about um, finding my alignment and helping others um, you know find theirs and I think being a projector I don't know I'd love to ask you you know how common that is or if there's any um, more common I don't know what you call it, energy type, but um, I was like completely you know, operating way far away from being a projector and coming back home to myself has been a process of delayering. But it, it's just amazing when you're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just more suited to this lifestyle. Um, this is how I operate in the world. And this is, you know, how people perceive me or how, you know, what my role is here. And it's just, it makes you just feel like you're back on your purpose. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So a uh, good question into like asking how, like the what the percentage of the population is of projectors and it's actually only about 20 percent 20 percent of the population of projectors so there are four different types of energy types 70 percent are your generators which is why a lot of us believe we should be working like generators because they are the majority uh we are 20 percent we're the next one the guides um and then the next one of the manifestors, they're 7%, so even less. But the manifestors were, I guess, like the rulers of the world like back in the day. So all the ones who, um, I'm trying to find like nice words for it, but you know, the ones who ruled civilizations and ruled kingdoms and everything like that. They were your manifestors and they would put their generators to work. And then you have the reflectors, which are less than 1% of the population and Uh, they are very very rare unique beings and I still am yet to like meet one face to face I've talked to a couple online but I I want one right in front of me and I want to hold them and see who they are and what they are and just to feel their energy so yeah that's the breakdown of the different energy types wow so there's is it right to say there's four energy types Yes, there are four energy types. I know some people say five, but the generating energy, the generator energy type uh, gets broken into like your subtype, which is the manifesting generator, which are the people that I attract most in my life. It's crazy how many manifesting generators I have in my life. (laughs) But yeah, so four energy types. So Panya, would you be able to give us a bit of a rundown um, of each type, energy type, just so people might get maybe a bit of a feel for what they're resonating with and, and it might encourage them to look deeper into human design um, because it is such an amazing tool. As I said, I love talking about human design and 
as much as I have that soft spot for projectors, we still all have to live in unison together. So right. if we know who we are and who the people are around <laughs> us, then I, yeah, it's just beneficial yes. for everybody. So I guess I'll start with the manifestors because they were the rulers for a very long Love time. It. As I said, they used to rule the kingdoms, they rule the civilizations, and they were only 7% of the population. So there didn't need to be many of them. But manifestors, their energy type is, as they're called, a manifesting energy type. So they can create very, very easy. They can initiate very, very easy. Mm. And I know everybody always thinks they want to be a manifester, but, you know, they've still got they've still got a little bumps in the road on the way. It's still not the easiest life for a manifester. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so they were the rulers for a very, very long time. And mm. the reason I say they've got a few bumps in the road is because they aren't going to be the leaders for, for much longer. I think there are still some in power, of course, but um, they will be not pushed to the side. They're just going to play a different role within society than what they have been for the last however many years, however many centuries. And so wow. um, that's the energy. So that's the manifesto. Why, sorry. Is that? Why is that that their role's changing? Is there anything specific? Yes. So the reason their role has changed is because projectors have come into the mix. So projectors have only been a thing since the 1700s. So just to backtrack a little bit, human design is based on many different types of wow. modalities that have come together. So you've got the I Ching, you've got the Kabbalah, you've got astrology, um, you've got the chakra system. What human design believes in is that we were mm. seven center beings and then back mm. in the 1700s, uh, we evolved into nine center beings. And so when that happened, that's when projectors were put into the mix and put onto this mm. earth. And so moving on to describing the projector energy, projectors are here to guide. Projectors can see the way forward, can see what the bumps are in the road and help yeah. humanity to be able to move over those more efficiently. And so projectors have a very piercing energy. And so they always say the strategy of is for a projector is to wait to be invited. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and that's because... It's because they can see so deeply so and true. if they can see deeply <laughs> and they go to tell the person, it could cut, right? It can be a little bit sharp if you tell them and they're not ready for that information yet. So, mm. so that's why projectors need to be really careful when giving away their advice, giving oh, away their yeah. energy, totally giving resonate. away their time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so with projectors, they mm -hmm. are the new leaders <laughs> of this new world because <laughs> they can see, because they can help society move forward in a better way bit of pressure yeah just a little bit of pressure <laughs> so that's your projector mm. we come to the generators oh. next <laughs> which are generators and your manifesting generators so mm. i say it's one type with a subtype as well they they are different though so your generators um as i said they do the li heavy lifting their aura or energy type they they attract people. People come to them. They put things on their lap and then the generator decides if that's for them or not. So I also think it's very easy to be a generator. And I don't say that with any spite at all. It's just this world is made for generators because there is so many of them. And really, a generator, all they have to know all they have to trust actually is their yes and their no and move forward with mm. that. If they can trust their gut and making decisions from their gut, then their life is sorted. Yeah. I make it sound so easy, right? I don't know. Maybe I do have a little bit of jealousy because the projector's got it so much harder. But <laughs> but yeah, our generators, they're here to do our heavy lifting. So yeah. in the scheme of I things, projectors here to see manifestors come and create the thing. Generators put that into action. 
So, yeah, so the difference with the manifesting generator is that they do have a little bit of manifesting energy. So they still have some traits of the manifester, but at the end of the day, they are a generator. And so they still have to trust in that yes and no coming from their gut. But manifesting generators, they can juggle a lot more things. So they, they actually need a whole lot more going on in their lives. They need to have fingers in multiple buckets to to make them feel alive, to, to keep them entertained, keep them satisfied with their life. And then we come to our beautiful reflectors, our little unicorns of the world. <laughs> so as I said, so yeah, so they're 1% of the population and they're here to show us how the community is doing. So when you have a reflector in a group of people or in a community, you always look to the reflector to see the health of your tribe. So if the reflector is sick or um, tired or not doing so well, it's reflecting what's happening within the tribe. And so the whole community itself is not in a life. So reflectors are good to have around you just to reflect what's going on in your world. But also don't use them, please. <laughs> They're special. <laughs> Our reflectors are special. Yeah, it's a very, very rare occurrence. Do you actually do charts for people, Panya? I'm going to say yes, I do do charts. <laughs> I was doing charts at the start and then I went back into my cave because um, a part of my chart says I am a hermit and I love being my I hermit. I thought you self. would. Uh, then I would cut, come out again and then I did readings and then I came back in my chart. But I have been invited in the last month uh, to do some readings. So I'm like, okay, I've got to start. <laughs> I'm going to come out of my mm. cave and, and share my gifts because, yeah, I can't be gatekeeping all of that knowledge, all of that information. <laughs> No, you're needed, my dear, and I totally get it. Like I think as a projector we got, kind of go in and out of hermit mode as we process and, um, you know, upgrade and go through our stuff and, you know, and, and wait to be invited. So I completely relate. And I think, yeah, your your knowledge is so helpful and um, I often, yeah, as I said, tell clients to look up human design and I just thought that you would have some, you know, great knowledge for people and, um, at the you know, the, this podcast will have to put some info about you and, and how people can actually maybe contact you to get their chart done because you have so much knowledge about it I mean we've just touched the surface but yes of course yeah I'll, I'll be able to give you all of that I'll send the links and all those things people can reach out to me if they wanted to learn a little bit more about their human design great and um, I guess you know every time someone gets their chart done it's really going to send them into you know delve deeper into themselves and their lifestyles and their choices and their current way that they live um, in terms of deciphering yeah, what they need to I guess let go of transform in order to come into full alignment and feel healthy and happy and is that it's an experiment and that's what the the person who put this out in the world for us um, always says it's an experiment so if there are things that you don't resonate with that's fine like go read into other things like there's so much different information out there experiment yeah. with what feels right for you what feels right for your body because at the end of the day that's what human design is about giving guidance but I feel like personally the human design really helped me you know change some things that I needed to to feel more aligned and you know even going deeper there we you know there's different aspects to I mean for example you and I are both projectors but we might live slightly different lifestyles and have different purposes but it definitely has been a massive um, helper I feel anyway personally 
So Panya, is there anything further you'd like to share about human design that might be of interest to people and help them? Yes. So since finding out about human design for me, I have been experimenting with it for the last, I guess, two years. I can't even remember now. It feels like forever now that I've had it in my life. Um, But I have dived deeper. So there, as I said earlier, there's so much information to find out and you can get caught up a little bit in all the information that's out there. So um, it's really good to start with basics. But there is another modality which is very which is based off human design, which is called the gene keys. And it's something I'm oh, really yes. passionate at the moment. You've read the gene keys? I've heard of it, I know a little bit, but I know, know nothing, but it's something that really <laughs> resonates. So please share. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me it resonates because I feel like it's a more poetic version of human design. So mm. the words do get a little bit fancier, but um the readings that you get within Gene Keys, I just feel like I really relate to. I feel it hits me deeper in inside of me. And yeah, it's, it's the other thing I'm passionate about when it comes to human design. So Gene Keys is something that I've been experimenting with more so recently, as much as I found out about it uh, when I first started, again, it was just too much information all at once. So just recently, I've started getting into Gene Keys and it's, again, <laughs> blown my mind and opened up even more. So as wow. I explained the different uh, energy types earlier, so your manifestors, your generators, mm-hmm. your projectors, your reflectors, as you said, even though we're both projectors, we've both got a different way of le- living, of being, of and yeah. we have different purposes in this world. And so Gene Keys really dive deep into those purposes. And yeah, so it's a whole nother array of things to learn. But it's something that I'm so passionate about that I would really, really love to create a space for people to come to and to be able to contemplate what the teachings are and to see how they fit within your life, see where you can see the different aspects of the gene keys within your life. So that is something that I am creating and I am hoping to put out in the world. It's more so a group coming together because that's how I love working. I love being able to Mm. um, vibe off what other people says because at the end of the day, whatever is going on for someone else is generally something for me as well. I've always yeah. found that when sitting in spaces with different people. And so that's mm. what I would love is to help people go through their gene keys, to go through their chart and then have a safe space for people to talk about it, to express how they feel about the things, to even express to say, oh, no, this actually doesn't resonate with me. But, yeah, that's something. Wow. I'm having the worst that is, at the moment. <laughs> that's amazing, Panya. That just sound that really hit a, hit, a, hit a chord with me too, like incorporating the two sounds really amazing and helping people delve deeper into their psyche and their soul truth and their their true path and oh wow in terms of gene keys do you need to have more info you know with human design you said your date of birth and the time of birth does gene keys do you need to kind of have different information about yourself or is it kind of no yeah gene keys is all it's all the same information and literally the it's the same it's based off the same uh science of the of human design so the creator of the gene keys was a student of human design and he he just put his little sprinkle on it and and created the gene keys so yeah it's it's actually it's just really beautiful when you when you read or listen even because there's a lot of audios out there with the gene keys i just feel like it speaks to my soul a lot clearer i love that we can always delve so much deeper can't we which is the amazing yes. thing about life like the layers definitely. and layers of bloody onion is a bit mental times, <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with gene keys i mean i won't go too deep into it because it sounds like a whole different thing but with gene keys i mean with you know human design there's 4.5 whatever four types but mm-hmm. um 
with gene keys, is there lots of different types or is it kind of, you know, completely different in terms of no. how you actually identify yourself? No, actually very similar to human di- design. So they oh. still, the types are still there, yeah. but they're not the main focus. I think it's right. kind of like gene keys is your graduation once you've learned the basics of human design. And look, people can mm. go down the path of human design and learning all the nitty gritties of human design, which is, which is really, really good. Or mm. they can step into gene keys. I know there are a lot of purists in the human design world that are like, no, gene keys is just made up and rah, 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 and it's stolen from mm. human design. But I feel they complement each other so beautifully. Wow. I would be so keen to know more about um, the programs you're developing. So yeah. All that information up for all of us yeah um, awesome that's amazing i think similar to you i'm so fascinated about how deep we can go within ourselves and really find out who we truly are and what kind of lifestyle and things suit us best and you know what a better way to live than being your true authenticity so panya if there was one thing i guess people could take away from all the amazing info you provided uh, what would that be the one thing that i would want everyone to have when they look at their human design or the one thing i'd like to do is that when they pull up their chart which you can get for free on on multiple websites that are out there um i think mm. jovian archive is one uh, my body graph is another one the main thing i would want someone to look at is their strategy because yeah. i feel like if that's all they knew, then everything else would flow a lot more easy in their lives. And mm. so usually when you see your strategy, it would be like at the top right-hand corner of your chart. And depending on what energy type you are, it'll be to inform, yep. to respond, to wait for an invitation or to wait for a whole lunar cycle. So just depending on your energy type, you will be using one of those strategies. And I really, really, truly feel like that is the only thing you'll need to do to start experimenting with human design. And once you start that, everything Mm. else will flow for you. I love that. And I I guess that for me that kind of kind of taps into patience and really um yeah, understanding your energy type because we kind of I don't know, a lot of us are conditioned just to I don't you know, rush and ignore, you know, what's right for us. So it really, really helps you get in tune and alignment. It's that's I love that you said that. You're so welcome. But yeah, that that's the main thing. I feel like people should learn from human design. Everything else is a bonus. (laughs) Totally, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate the time you've taken to chat on the podcast and um, we'll pop all the details to how people can contact you and all that stuff because you are completely a wealth of knowledge when it comes to both human design and gene keys. You're so very welcome. I love talking about human design. I could talk about it all day if I could. If I, I had it. people to listen to me, but yes, um, I was so happy to be there. Th- thank you for providing this space to me, Holly. I really enjoyed <laughs> all of it. So did I. <laughs>